0: Hello, my name is Chris Mikowski, and welcome to Sharing with the Community, a podcast from the town of Kiwa Island. Today, I would like to welcome Captain William White and Lieutenant Sean James of the Charleston County Sheriff's Office. How are you guys doing today? Great.
1: Thank you. Good. So
0: I would like to kind of start off just knowing a little bit about yourselves and, and what you do here at the Sheriff's Office.
1: Okay. Uh, I'll go first. Um, as you said before, I'm Lieutenant Sean James. I've been with the Sheriff's Office almost 24 years. And one of my roles as a lieutenant in the community engagement unit, of course, is to oversee the community relations aspect of the sheriff's office. So we take care of community engagement, which of course is an array of things, everything from uh, organizing events all the way down to helping people that are in need that we need to reach out to in, in the community. Uh, also we have uh, off-duty falls underneath uh, our, our, our bureau, okay. as well as school resource officers fall under our bureau. And we also uh, also deal with the follow-ups with uh, opioid uh, overdoses and things like that okay. as far as our unit.
0: Awesome, and you know, a little bit about yourself?
2: Um, Captain William White, I've been with the Sheriff's Office on and off uh, 24 years, I started law enforcement in 1998. Uh, my background's pretty diverse from investigating terrorism cases to being over school resource officers to narcotics, undercover narcotics. Uh, Recently promoted, uh, I think July the 16th would be a year that I've been promoted to the rank of captain over the Bureau of Community Engagement. Nice. Um, and, yes, Lieutenant James explained some of our responsibilities, but the primary goal for community engagement is basically to break down some of the barriers that people perceive as far as law enforcement. We're here to help, not hurt, and yeah. to try to make that bond with the community in a positive manner.
0: Yeah, no, I, I love that. And, you know, we know here at, at the town of Kiwa Island, we we rely on the Sheriff's Office for our, our public safety. So would you guys like to kind of dig in on, you know, the quote unquote partnership between the Sheriff's Office and, and, and TOKI?
2: Um, some of the responsibilities for, between the Sheriff's Office and, and Kiowa is, is not just specific to Kiowa, because our view on, on Kiowa is all part of Charleston County. So mm-hmm. any services that the Sheriff's Office provides, whether it be patrol, whether it be narcotic investigations, whether it be CID investigations, Marine patrol, community engagement, which is obviously our forte.
1: Um, we also we, deal, and, and, and Captain, not to interrupt you, but we also um, have an air support unit. So yeah. we deal with a lot of issues out there on in the waterway that uh, happens out in Kiowa. We have lost boaters. Uh, people are kayaking out there. Someone may be missing. And uh, Kiowa, every year, we go to multiple uh, incidents uh, involving the water. And so we also have, a, have an air support unit. And we're the only helicopter uh, the closest next helicopter would be actually in Beaufort County, so that's a lot of the services that we provide. Um, you know, of course, enforcing laws is one thing that we do out there, and of course that would be stopping cars. You know, mm-hmm. um, maybe writing a warning or a citation depending on uh, what would be needed, but also working collisions. Yeah. And um, but we work a real we have a real tight knit bond with uh, the uh, the safety out there of the. Um, with the uh, security guys that are out there. So the security people out there, we have actually a really good bond with them going to alarms and things like that. Um, But of course we work crime scenes just like anything else. But the biggest, the biggest part, like the captain said, is trying to bond with the community, trying to rebuild and connect back with the community. Um, And it seems to be going really well on Kiowa
0: yeah and you know I think our community does see that and additionally you know with the month of June it was public safety month out on on uh, the town, and we really did our best to really promote awareness to all the different agencies that are partnered with the town of Kiwa Island and one of them being the the sheriff's office and um, we really appreciate all that you guys do to help with our public safety enhancing the public safety for the community as well. You know, we talk about I heard you talk a little bit about the waterways and you know that there's multiple calls every year for something that happens in the waterways. Do you guys have any safety tips for our community in, in regards to boating or kayaking or just swimming in and the waterways?
1: Absolutely. When you're out there swimming and you're in the waterways, someone needs to know that you're out there. Mm-hmm. Somebody needs to know where you went in. Um, a lot of people go there by themselves right to go kayaking and and sometimes that's not possible but swimming at night in the ocean is not a good idea um boating at night um you know you make sure you have your safety devices with you of course your life jackets have a cell phone uh so that you can get in touch with people but you know the water water is dangerous period i mean there's no no question the waterway is dangerous um no matter where you're at so you have to respect the water is the biggest thing.
2: And I just want to reiterate when it comes to wearing your safety device, because a lot of boaters will initially put their safety devices on when they they cast out on their boats, and then they'll take the safety devices off, Mm. and they'll just never put them back on, Mm -hmm. [3] and you don't know what dangers you're gonna be facing until you actually get into the middle of whatever danger you're gonna be facing. It's like, oh man, I don't have my safety vest on. By that time, it's too late. Mm -hmm. [3] So, our safety tip is basically just wear your safety device from beginning until you get back dockside.
0: Yeah, prepare for the unexpected, right? Absolutely. Especially with children. Yeah.
1: Right. I mean, you know, um, but we had um, one not long ago. Not to go into specifics, but they said he was a strong swimmer, and uh, he jumped off the boat and actually had a safety vest on, and it and it and it came off, and uh, unfortunately, that means that something happened. It didn't fit right, whatever it is, and so trying to rescue someone after they've already been in the water um, is also a very it's a very tough situation. So the last thing we want to do is is lose anybody uh, in the waterways.
0: Yeah, and that also reminds me. You you, you talked about maybe it didn't fit right. It, it, the importance of being prepared, you know, for any type of situation, and that's just knowing that your uh, life jacket fits correctly, right? You know, Absolutely. if it doesn't fit correctly, then there could be further issues down the line. So you know, let's dig into preparedness a little bit. Um, you know, on the, ca- the town of Kiwa Island. One of our big concerns is a natural disaster. You know, the storm comes in, we're right on the coast, um, we're gonna get hit pretty hard, if, if, it, if it's a direct hit on, on the town of Kiwa. How would, in your opinion, how would you, the community prepare for you know a natural disaster?
2: I'll try to speak to that the best I can. Um, I do have some experience working up the emergency management uh, during Uh, certain events like that. So, Mm -hmm. long story short, when it comes to being a resident anywhere in Charleston County, you have the option to either shelter in place or to evacuate. Mm -hmm. And I think the biggest tip that I can give anybody who's sheltering in place is make sure you prepare for that, meaning you have non-perishable goods enough to last you probably weeks at a time and to be, for the most part, be stocked up on water. I mean, I can't say that enough. not only that, knowing when your bridge is going to close down, because if you look at Charleston County, the demographics of it, the um, landscape, anytime you cross over a bridge, you're crossing over into another jurisdiction, mm-hmm. more so from the standpoint, like, to get from city of Charleston to James Island or or James Island to John's Island, you're crossing a body of water. So if you saw an area of view of Charleston County, it's nothing but water and pockets of islands yeah. here and there. And I say that to stress that... During a hurricane, bridges are going to close down at a certain wind speed. I'm not going to sit here and quote you the actual wind speed. I think it's like around 30, I think it's
1: 40, 30 to 40, depending on, but it also depends on the bridge, the height of the bridge, and there's a lot of, which basically of factors. means once, yeah.
2: once, once a bridge is closed down, you can't evacuate, which means you're going to be sheltering in place, you're stuck. So it's very, very important to make sure you have the proper supplies, not only just, like I said, uh, non perishable items, water, also med kits. Uh, it helps.
0: Yeah. And I know in June 17th, we had our disaster awareness day and our big topics were evacuation, emergency communications and, you know, preparedness. And we gave away, um, you know, um, packs like first aid kits and a backpack for full like a survival backpack and other things um, to help in those situations. Um, One thing uh, I do kind of want to touch on and maybe you guys can help out here is evacuation, how do, does the sheriff's office help the town of Kiowa in, in evacuation situations? Our
2: traffic division has been tasked with that this past, specifically I, I wanna say it's gonna be Lieutenant Martin. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the one who actually attended you guys' event on June 17th yes. to discuss as far as evacuation. So if somebody's gonna evacuate the town of Kiowa, there's gonna be a certain time frame for that to happen. The last thing somebody wants to do is wait till the last minute to evacuate, um, because then we're making accommodations for a family, two families, ten families, fifteen families. When we got an entire county to worry about, and they've actually missed that evacuation window. But as far as evacuation routes, obviously there's one way on Kiowa and one way off. So that's that's a, that's a no-brainer. But the biggest yeah. thing people need to worry about is the flooding that happens between Kiowa. And getting over to john's island that's mm-hmm. that's, that's the biggest factor. Um well, what's that stretch of road that's going to be um
1: well, you got bo Hickett, of course and it's right there right um and yeah, betsy main karrison room, but the stretcher john's right. island
2: floods pretty pretty bad and we, we monitor well, that pretty pretty
1: pretty good. main road obviously we know that they've had to raise the road and it's still not high enough dot did raise the road years ago after that bad flood and they changed uh, a little bit of demographics but uh, my wife, who's been with DOT for 28 years, said there's still a lot of work to do in mm-hmm. that
2: area. Biggest tip is just don't wait till the last minute to evacuate. Mm-hmm. Evacuate before the storm comes and before it starts raining heavily Yeah. and the roads start to flood out.
1: And take your animals. Mm-hmm. Do not leave your animals behind. Have a plan in place for your pets. We've seen that a lot of times. People will leave and they will abandon their pets. Mm-hmm. And then now we become responsible to try to figure out what to do and sometimes we're stuck in an area where we're trying to help people but now we're you know now we have these pets that we're dealing with
0: yeah because you you don't know when you're going to be able to go back and it it could be a while and so you talk a little bit on tips and I you know I I would be remiss not to ask you guys about the you know the overall public safety tips that you would have for the town of Kew Island Um, so if you guys kind of want to dig in on that a little bit
1: yeah I'm glad you asked. Um, One of the biggest things that we see on Kiowa is unsecure vehicles, unsecure doors of houses, right? Because, Mm -hmm. you know, you feel like, well, we got multiple gates, we're safe, and you should be safe. You should be safe in your home. But that does not mean that there's not criminals that are looking for an opportunity. There's not people that may be coming in that you don't know. They may have Anybody that comes with them to visit, whatever it is, and we've noticed that. We've had some break-ins. We've had some thefts, everything down from bikes to lawn chairs to cars. Yep. And all, most of these are not forced entry. Most of these are vehicles, and they're looking for opportunity. They open the door, see what's inside. see if you So don't leave your guns in the car. Do not leave, if you carry a weapon and you carry a firearm, do not leave it in the vehicle because you're arming someone else. And if someone's breaking into your car and taking a gun... Then they're probably into a lot of criminal activity. Um, don't leave money, your purses, uh, wallets, things like that, that have all your uh, credit cards and things that somebody can go and, and use them for fraud. And then of course lock in your house. Um, you know, make sure you lock your house. Also make sure that you have uh, lights, lighting. You know, motion motion lighting, alarms on your house, on your house. If you have a neighbor, and a lot of people on Kiowa, right, they have their house and they may not come there, but seasonal, maybe seasonal. So make sure you have a neighbor that you trust that can check on your house, that Mm -hmm. maybe has access to your house if you trust him enough uh, is a a good idea. But one of the biggest things is speeding. I mean, you know, too, is that we deal with a lot of collisions, and most collisions uh, are dealing with a few things, inattentiveness, speeding, and, of course, alcohol. If you can avoid the speeding, inattentiveness, and alcohol, uh, that will save a lot of lives and uh, a lot of heartache.
2: Yeah. I have two tips. The first tip is I think everybody should have a doorbell, doorbell camera okay um like a ring doorbell ring door yeah Yeah, it's it's invaluable and then secondly i'm I'm gonna go to the uh, the term um it takes a village so most people in in reference to that term like where i live i live in goose creek i know my neighbors five houses to my left five houses to my right and the ten houses across the street from me so we have 20 people there we all know each other now if they take your time to know their neighbors five houses to their left before you know it, you have the entire community in sync. So if anything happens wrong in that neighborhood, everybody knows about it. Because mm-hmm. when it comes to law enforcement, we get our information from the public. So law enforcement is not just done from the law enforcement side of the house. It's done with the community also in conjunction.
0: Yeah, so it's really about just being a team. you know, a, a team in the community. And, you know, I think that's important. And, you know, we touch on, you know, traffic and, and speeding throughout, throughout the island. And, you know, I, I would be remiss to talk about that Kewa we we strive off of living within nature right and so we live among nature on Kia, which Absolutely. allows a really an awesome you know experience either whether you're visiting or whether you're a resident out there but that also allows for much more deer alligator and other animals to just Roam around, and one of the things is the deer population. We do have a huge deer population on the island. And I, you know, how many times do we do you guys go out there for deer collisions?
1: I mean, it's listening to the radio, you hear it all the time. And the deer out there, you know, they're attracted to people. I mean, I remember one time I was out on Kiowa and I was near the beach, and a deer walked up to me like a dog. You know, (laughs) seriously, they walk up to you, Mm -hmm. the deer walk up to you, and you're right. So, if you're keeping the speed, and I know it takes. A long time to get from the front gate all the way back to the ocean course back there mm-hmm. um, is a long drive when you're doing 25, but it's a whole lot more safe to do it that way because if you ever actually you're speeding and God forbid you hit a person, a child, or anything like that, and not be an animal, uh, you know that's that's going to be something that be a whole lot uh, uh, more stressful than it would just be doing the speed limit and going back there to the back.
0: Yeah, and I think, you know, the speed is important because in, in this time of the year with the amount of people on the island, you know, you, you just have to be careful. You don't know who's going to cross the road, whether it's a deer or, or a kid on a bike. And, you know, you just got to be careful about that. And, you know, if you do hit a deer, you know, that could cause a, a chain reaction. Maybe the person behind you or the person across, on the other side of the road, you know, something can happen and, you know, which all could have been avoided. If you're just going the speed limit
2: I know it's probably normal as far as the uh, people who actually reside in Kiowa to see um, alligators and and deer my other tip is because I know you guys get a lot of tourists Mm -hmm. um, they're still wild animals (laughs) like my strongest tip to the tourists is basically yeah you see them just observe them and keep it moving because they're not um, domestic animals
0: Absolutely, I'm. Mean, we we always are trying to communicate to the community to you know do not feed the alligators. You know, just keep definitely, your distance. Definitely, do
2: not feed the alligators. Yeah,
0: yeah, because you know the more the more you feed an alligator, the more aggressive.
1: Absolutely, and we've had some come. unfortunate incidents over the years. And I mean, you know, you got to stay away from things like that. But like I said, uh, you know, the, the thing with wildlife, they will come out in front of you. Deer do come out in front of you, mm-hmm. and if you're doing 25. The chances you've avoiding that deer are extremely possible, but if you're doing forty, you know the chances you avoiding that deer, of course, uh, it's lessened now. Yeah, and they can do a lot of damage to your car. Uh,
0: yeah, yes, more than more than you you would expect, Absolutely. even at twenty five. Absolutely. And so, you know, with Public Safety Month coming to an end, and you know, we really pushed, and I think everyone in in, in the community really pushed it just for more awareness. Um, I would like to ask what what is the sheriff's office doing in in the future when regards to events? Um, do you have anything coming up that, you know, the community can look forward to whether it's uh, engagement events or just, you know, edu- you know educational events? So,
2: I jotted down a couple of things for the month of June like we have different programs like extended branches which basically caters to um, assisting the homeless and making sure they get showers and and get fed to include haircuts and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, we also give them not so much the Sheriff's Office, but we're a partnership and we're liaison with other entities that actually donates clothes to, to the homeless. Um, Lieutenant James participated in a uh, high school award ceremony in Hanahan. We get around. We don't just focus on um, Charleston County when it comes to some of our actual programs that yeah. we have in community engagement. One of the biggest things that we've been trying to focus on here the past uh, couple months is recruitment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm... Um, Fortunate, we're doing this podcast. Like, if anybody needs a job, go to ccsojobs.com and apply. Whether it be a detention deputy, deputy sheriff, or civilian position, um, we're taking all the help we can possibly get right now.
0: I really appreciate you gentlemen taking the time to meet with me today. Um, you know, before you know, we go our separate ways. Is there anything else you would like to add to? Um, you know let the community know you know maybe about the sheriff's office or how you guys help
1: one thing I'd like to say is um, if you see something make sure you call because we do hear a lot of this later on right I assumed that my neighbor would have called Um, I heard shots last night or I saw someone lurking in the dark and I didn't call I didn't say anything if you don't call us then we can't document it which means we can't track crime trends mm-hmm. we have a crime analysis unit and they track crime trends so if someone stole or broke into your car let's just say they open your car you saw it on your camera but they didn't take anything we need to document that yeah. so so we document it because it might be nothing from your car but it may be something of value with somebody else and maybe you saw something so if you see something say something We need to know all the information that we have. We can't do anything with the information if we don't have the information. So please let us know. And we work 24 hours a day. We've heard this before. Well, we didn't want to bother you. It's 3 o'clock in the morning. We're awake at 3 o'clock in the morning, and we're working. Mm -hmm. And we have coverage out there on Kiowa. So someone is out there working, and they're available. So don't think that you're bothering us. You pay taxes, and you expect us to give you service, and that's why... Our motto and and our slogan is service beyond the call, and we mean that. Mm-hmm.
0: And that, that's awesome to hear. And you know, to touch on that a little bit, how can the community um, find out that information? More information? Do you guys have a, a specific location where the community can go to to look up maybe stats and information like that, or just to to report something?
1: Yeah, go to sheriff.charlestoncounty.org. That's sheriff.charlestoncounty.org. And if you need anything from hiring an off-duty officer to want to look at who's in the Community Engagement Unit to being able to email. So one of the other things that I didn't mention, if you have a question, let's say you need to know where you're going to get your fingerprints done, or mm-hmm. you, want to, you have a question about concealed weapons permits, or you have a question about uh, what our traffic unit does, when you email it, I get every email that someone actually emails, and then I respond. And if nothing else, if I don't know the answer, Right, it's not always important to have to know the answer, it's important to know where to get the answer. But I can actually guide you and put someone else in an email that will know the answer. So, email us any questions that you have, email us. I'm there, I answer the emails 24 hours a day, and I answer them on the weekends. So, if you need something, we're always there. We work 24/7, 365 days.
0: Great, great. Thank you guys so much for in closing. <laughs> yeah, for taking the time. Sorry.